Welcome to No Apology with the Bible Idiots. I'm Chris Danielson, along with my best friend and bride, Emily, and we are approaching close to two decades. We're moving in on that 20-year mark where we have been doing broadcasting-type stuff together, including the Chris and Emily Show, where we laugh louder, dig deeper, and live larger in the Lord Jesus Christ. And all this time, I thought I was doing it as a mom, a mother, but apparently... That's not who I am anymore. Who are you then? Well, the Biden administration just put out there in their 2022 fiscal year budget plan, they took out the name, they took out the reference mother and replaced all of the word mother with birthing people. Birthing people. Isn't that just the nicest thing you ever <laughs> heard? Like, Yeah, I, I, I got to be honest. I feel a little inclusive. Are we inclusive? I feel inclusive. I can't wait to get that very first, uh, instead of Happy Mother's Day, Happy Birthing People Day. Yeah. That well, sounds so much more loving. If, if we're in our 50s now, if you become another birthing person, there's going to be a... A discussion that has to be made, that's for sure. Well, well, again, the craziness doesn't stop. No, it doesn't. And that's the thing. Like, I am no longer a birthing person. I don't want to be a birthing person. Please don't call me a birthing person. That has a very negative connotation to a woman who's over 50 years old. It's We're like, on the radio. You can't see her right now, but she is hand gesturing. <laughs> and I believe if someone walked in the room, she could, in the name of the Lord, punch somebody in the throat. It's possible. Right I'm now. done. I'm done You're doing done. that. She's Thank done in her dunny doneness. Lord, thank you, Lord. But I am still a mom. Yes. So please don't take that don't take that word away from me. I'm a mom. I'm a mother, and I will be one. I really for all of eternity. Yeah. Let's just be honest. I've got about an answer, that. but I'm going to ask the question anyway. Okay. Why do you think this is going on? It's, because... it's not for inclusion. They'll say that, no, no, but no, there's no, a no. deeper thing. What do you think it is? And and by the way, I yeah. have my own answer to that question. Uh, personally, I believe that it's a tremendous disrespect and a degrading of women. I really believe that the liberal elitists do indeed detest women. I, I, I just you seriously think they hate, believe it. You think they hate women? I do. I well, really do. You think do. the women that are liberals hate women too? Yeah. Okay. I think that they actually can look at themselves and hate the fact that they are women, you know, because every time you turn around, anything that's attributed to a woman is looked down on. They want to erase it. They want to get rid of it. Even so far as look at, and there's crossover here into other issues. Yeah, you, you just threw a big matzo ball out there. You're going to need to defend that a little bit. Okay. Keep going. Well, what I was going to say was it crossover, crosses over into other, uh, other areas. Because look at, let's just say how they're trying to be so, you know, politically correct that we can't have who in our advertising. We can't have Aunt Jemima. We can't have the Mazzola lady. We can't have the Land Lakes Indian woman. It, it's more often than not women. Yeah. And these women were real women. We're not talking about a football mascot here. We're talking about an actual woman. You also look into the legislation that they're trying to pass and the rules that some blue states are putting out there that mm -hmm. men can now compete in women's uh, athletics and yeah, so that's on. Yeah, that's the one that makes me go, they hate women. They, because, yes. I mean, so it's, it's, it's so unfair. It's everywhere. I just want yeah. to see the legislation that I know is coming okay. when the Pillsbury Doughboy has to admit his white privilege. <laughs> that's, that's what I think is next. 
But the uh, answer it's to not my, next because you, he's a white man. Okay, that's so what that's I'm not coming. Yeah, that, he's already on the outs. Yeah, yeah. The, he's, the, all the liberals that are screaming racism, mm-hmm. they're screaming racism and pointing at other people because they're trying to cover up the racism that's inside yeah. of them. They know they are. So my question was, why yeah. do you think that they do all those? They're they're just bending over backwards. They're going full throttle. Yep. Whatever you know, adjective you want to put, they are in a full court press right now to try to annihilate the norms of society yeah well and, and it's not just the rainbow flag waving no. crowd it's not pride month it's not just this uh transgender phobia thing now it's birthing persons i think that it all comes back to one thing and i think it all comes back like everything yeah to a thumb in the eye oh, of god absolutely. because in the bible he said he created them and when he created them how did he do it Willy-nilly, no. He created them both male and female. Right. And we all have had our roles and we all have our strengths. Look, uh, a man is going to be able to carry heavier, uh, you know, equipment, you know, weight. Right. What am I looking for here? Physically stronger Physically than stronger. women. That's a reality. If there's 200 pounds, it, yeah. it, let's just say a man is 150 pounds and a woman is 150 pounds and there's a 200-pound box that needs to be moved. The man's going to be able to handle that better because he's right. built better than what the woman is. Does that mean the woman can't built do it? Built differently than the woman is, but yes, yes. Better in that area. Right. Okay, More... let me just use the word better for a second. Okay, yeah. Okay, and so the does that mean the woman can't move the box? No. no. It just means that the man is better equipped to do that. Exactly. Now, when it comes to raising children now you know for a fact that as a husband especially with our youngest two and particularly our youngest youngest uh i was a mommy dad i mean i treated them like like a way a mother would i spent a lot of time with them but i can never do what a mother can do she is better equipped she is better established naturally through creation to do certain certain nurturing things that a man can never do be able to accomplish at that same level does that mean a man is nur- is not nurturing no that's not what i said do you see how you have to throw common sense completely out the window on some of these arguments when you say that uh right. one one type of gender is better at something than somebody else well you can't say that <laughs> is that is there a thing called gender phobia better because equipped. i mean maybe that's yeah. what's coming because there's a phobia for everything else that you want to talk about in the world of common sense right and so it's a thumb in the eye of god and on more in in more ways than just that because when you look back to our lord jesus christ which i love to do Look at how he treated women. He esteemed them at a time and in a culture where women were not esteemed. Who were the first women or who were the first people to actually see the resurrected Christ? Women. Mm-hmm. And who took that message back to the to the people and 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 started the buzz? Women. Mm-hmm. I mean, he esteemed women. He esteemed children. He esteemed the downtrodden and the oppressed. I mean, we just know this. We see this over and over. And and he esteemed men too. You know, he yeah. loved them. He died for them. And so, when you take that and you demean women in that way that they're not valuable, um, you are f- that just completely flies in the face of everything that Jesus taught us and everything that Jesus demonstrated himself as far as respecting and loving women. And that's when you say, 
uh, not you, but that's when society comes in their wokey wokeness and will tell us you can never say that, that it's insulting to say that a man is better than a woman at this or a woman is better than a man at that. Right. And my point is, is that we are biologically, chemically different. It's yeah. provable. And yet you want to follow the science until the science doesn't go along with your ideology of what it is. And that goes back to a delusion and heresy. Right. And people are deluded in their heresies. And I've got a scripture to bring this home. Okay, so uh, 100 years from now, we are all in our graves and everything is decomposed except for our skeleton. I'm telling you, archaeologists can dig up that skeleton. And after everything has fallen away, the clothes, the hair, the makeup, the skin, the shape of everything, they can look at just those bones and they can tell whether it's a man, whether it's a woman, whether they're Caucasian, whether they're African-American, and even how old they were when they passed away. You cannot change those physical realities. And so the people that perceive themselves as women when they're really men or, the, or vice versa, when it's all said and done and when it all falls away and all that's left is the grave, you are what you are. You're either a man or a woman, just as God created it at the very beginning. And I think it's time for us as Christians to celebrate that we are Christians. I remember when Dan Cathy from Chick-fil-A said, no, marriage is going to be between a man and a woman. And the cancel culture came after him hard before there was a cancel culture. Yeah, yeah. And we all stood up and had Chick-fil-A day on August 1st, yeah. whatever year it was. It was yeah. like five years ago, six years ago. I think that that's what we need to have again as Christians, where we stand up and we say, no, enough's enough. There's not enough radio ministries out there. There's not enough big mega churches out there that are willing to put the flag of Jesus Christ in their yard and say, this is what we believe and we're not going to back down from it. And we can still do it in love. I want to go to Second Peter throughout this week, and I'm going to start in chapter two on this Monday. And it says in verse one, there were indeed false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them. And they will bring swift destruction on themselves. Many will follow their depraved ways, and the way of truth will be maligned because of them. Mm. That's the one that hit yeah. me really hard when I read it. We have the way of truth just being maligned in our culture, particularly in the last 20 years, particularly in the last decade. And now we're entering 2021, where if you don't celebrate Pride Month, mm -hmm. there's something wrong with you, and you are the one with the depraved mind, and you are on the wrong right. side of history. And I've been called all kinds of names because I don't celebrate Pride Pride Month. I think that the hijacking the, the rainbow flag with the one promise of God that he gave us, that is just literally flipping the bird to the Lord. That is putting your thumb in the eye oh, of God. Is. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to be a part of it because you're going to call me homophobic if I don't wave this flag when the reality is I've got a history in my life over the last 20 years of employing a bunch of homosexuals who actually work for me. And they will, to a person, say I treated them with love and respect. That doesn't mean that we have to wave the rainbow flag. Number uh, Verse three, they will exploit you in their greed with made up stories. Their condemnation pronounced long ago is not idle and their destruction does not sleep. Verse four of second Peter chapter two, for if God didn't spare the angels who sinned, but cast them into hell and delivered them into chains of utter darkness to be kept for judgment. And if he didn't spare the ancient world, but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness,
righteousness and seven others when he brought the flood on the world of the ungodly? And if he reduced the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah to ashes and condemned them to extinction, making them an example of what is coming to the ungodly? There's a couple more here. And if he rescued righteous Lot, distressed by the depraved behavior of the immoral, Verse 8, for as that righteous man lived among them day by day, his righteous soul was tormented by the lawless, de- lawless deeds he saw and heard. Verse 9, here it is. Then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and keep the unrighteous under punishment for the day of judgment, especially those who follow the polluting desires of the flesh and despise authority biblical authority and when you look at the end of the day everything that we're dealing with with this ungodly biden administration and these policies like what emily just brought to you and me today it is that thumb in the eye of god and i don't know how else to put it with without offending half the audience yeah well it does it's an offense to god but they say that their purpose behind this (laughs) is that we wouldn't offend men or women, you know, offend other people. Let's not offend other people. I remember, Chris, when I went into Except for Christians, you can offend them as much as possible. When I went into the hospital uh, to have one of our children, and the nurse looked at me and said, so you're Chris's, sig- or, or looked at you, rather, Chris, and said, so are you her significant other? Yes. And I remember how mad I was that she said that. Like, in, I'm just like, that, no, no, he's not my significant other. I have a lot of significant others in my life. He's not one of them. He's my husband. And so if it's offensive to one person to assume that maybe they're married, how much, how, that I'm not supposed to be offended by assuming that we're not? It, well, you're just changing the category of people. But again, it goes back to this. And then we got, then we're going to bring it home for today. Yeah. There, there are people who live in an eggshell and they are just waiting for you to call them by the wrong pronoun. They are just waiting for you to say something because then they can get up on their high horse and they think they're better than us in every way. And then they can just hammer you. How dare you ask if that's my husband when that's my significant other? How how dare you not recognize my gay marriage? How dare you not recognize (laughs) my my transgender? And so... By trying not to offend anyone, in reality, we end up offending everyone. Exactly. And the Christian, the born-again Christian, the oh, the the the, the plague on our, our utopian society is that born-again Christian who believes in Jesus Christ and wants to love people with a balance of truth and love, they are the problem. Because when they try to speak their brand of truth, it's an affront to the rest of us walking in this darkness. Yeah. And now we have to make them suffer. And that's the challenge that I have. So as we go through time and we're looking at these little changes that people try to make and defining marriage and defining mothers and all these things, uh, yeah, we do not want to offend God. That's our highest priority. But I, if you're listening and you think that somehow using these terms and switching this language is going to not offend other people, you're very, very wrong. If you start using the term birthing person to people, I'm telling you, number one, it doesn't make sense because they claim that men can have babies too. And yeah, so I'm not a birthing person. I'm a bill paying person. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so it doesn't make logical sense. So you end up, you you really look stupid. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're going to call someone a birthing person, you look stupid. But they Number think they two, look so smart in their little smarty smartness. And I, my heart breaks for their ignorance. Go ahead. Number two, uh, the word birthing person does that not just smack of pushing women back into that box of simply being baby makers? I mean, do you, that is so offensive. That is so offensive. All you are is a baby machine, you birthing person. Like, that is so well, 1960s Emily, muscle t-shirt, get in the truck, woman. Well, you know? you know, you and I you and I had four children by the age of 27, so I didn't want to use the term machine, <laughs> but you brought it up. <laughs> I joke. No, but, you know, yeah, I mean, some people, that's how they viewed it years mm-hmm. ago, that that's all really what we're for. Yeah, that's where the phrase barefoot and pregnant comes Give me an air, you know? You're barefoot in that you don't put shoes on to leave the house. You just, yeah, I right. get it. Right, yeah. And finally, the term has got to be so, not just offensive, but heartbreaking to women who, for whatever reason, maybe couldn't have children. They have adopted children and things like that. Like, they're not and never going to be a birthing person, but they're still a mom. Mm-hmm. How insulting, how heartbreaking to say we're going to take that term mom, mother, because it means so much more than just giving birth. Just like we, I mean, we've said this about dads for years. Mm-hmm. Being a dad is not just having kids. There's a lot more to it. And it's a very valuable thing. And so they're really making women, motherhood, an invaluable, not invaluable, a non-valuable thing. And it's diminishing the value of mothers. So that's what's so frustrating. Yeah, it's say it's it's Satan doing what Satan does. Yeah, Satan doing and, Satan things. Yeah, yeah. and and the, one of the things that he does is he masquerades as an angel of light. I've talked about this at nauseum that using the term woke, even that is stealing it from people awaking and recognizing their sin and need right. for a savior. Yeah, and therefore they surrender their lives at the cross of Jesus Christ. Anywho, the war is on, the battle is on, and it's for the mind. And much of what I've said here is meant to be said in love and in truth, Mm -hmm. in that balance between the two. And it's just hard to even have a conversation in our society anymore because people are brainwashed into thinking that if they don't wave a rainbow flag, that they are... Uh, they're borderline doing something almost illegal now. I mean, it's just heartbreaking. Anyway, we got to move on. Uh, This is Monday's podcast. Second Peter chapter two is where I was. I encourage you go read it. It is just a full on from the apostle about the times that we live in right now. And he talks about the end days. We're going to stay in second Peter throughout this week. If you really want to know how to love and respect the women in your life, turn to the example of Jesus He gives us clear instruction, and he lived it himself. And and it's a it's 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 insightful to get into his word today. On behalf of my best friend and bride Emily, my name is Chris. Get into the Word of God today and go and serve your King.